evening, everyone. Good evening. Yes. Um, let me pray. Father, I just thank you. I praise your holy name. I pray that you would uh, give us the grace to open up our hearts, Lord God. I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, um, yeah, I've been talking about the heart because I know it's so important. Our hearts are so important in terms of our lives, what we do. Guard your heart with all, with all diligence because out of it comes the issues of life, right? Guard your heart with all diligence because out of it comes the issues of life. I want everybody to write this scripture down. Uh, uh, Proverbs 4 verse 23. Watch over your heart with all diligence, for from it flows the springs of life or the issues of life, depending on what version you've got. And then I'm going over here to, um, to Jeremiah 17. The heart is more deceitful. Uh, verse 9, the heart is more deceitful than all else and is desperately sick. Who can understand it? You know, we have got to, you know, the, the great benefit of therapy is to be able to express the contents of your heart, to be able to have, to be able to express the contents of your heart and to be able to get a correct interpretation of what you've experienced. You know, today I was watching this documentary on Netflix on Aaron Hernandez, you know, I felt so bad for it. He's in jail and he's speaking to his mother and he said, you were never there for me. So his dad died when he was 16. His dad had this uh, 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 surgery for a hernia and he, he died. And um, his mother took up with a family member. His dad was like, disciplinarian, got to play football. His, his dad was a UConn uh, star, uh, uh, um, tight end at football, and raised up his uh, uh, two uh, brothers. His brother's just written a book where he said to his mother, you were never there for me to express how I felt. You were never there. And by this time, his mother's trying to get a million dollars from him. But you were never there for me. You, you, you were never there she even said to him, you know i'll be there at the beginning of the trial i'll come and, and but you know i'm not gonna be coming every day i'll be i just see a, a, a woman who wasn't emotionally available you know here's the thing that i will say guys just as people can starve of fit because of physical malnourishment people can also starve because of emotional malnourishment I could just see in that, I know, I know Aaron Hernandez, we know, I mean, Sandy and I, we, we don't live far away from where he actually lived, North Attleboro, where all of this took place. I know he did some bad things, but we've got to try to understand, really, we've got to, and it's, it's the heart, really. It is that when I see people in hate groups, in hate groups, you know what, we shouldn't hate people in hate groups, it's their heart, the racist, the, the uh, sexist, whatever they are. 
there's a problem with their heart. A lot of times, people who have had love, I've had somebody to express, they don't join hate groups. No, it's very, very important that you have that. You know, I also watched another documentary some uh, time ago and Elizabeth Smart was on and it was talking about how well she transitioned back from being snatched back to her family. And she transitioned well because she had love and understanding, she had nurture. It's very, very important. We don't think about our hearts. We think about our bodies. Women, you think about your hair and all of this kind of stuff, losing weight. We have got to get into taking care of our hearts. And that means bouncing things off of, getting a correcting, bouncing experiences off of how we're feeling, getting a correct interpretation, not getting a lie. Because if you, if you get a lie, it's almost like getting a bad direction if you are on a journey somewhere and you get bad directions, a bad GPS reading or something like that, it's gonna take you in the wrong direction. If you get bad directions, it's gonna take you in the wrong direction. Well, it's the same way. If you get a bad interpretation of an experience you've gone through, you know what that is gonna do? That is gonna cause, that bad belief is gonna cause some bad behavior. And it did with Aaron Hernandez. It was so wonderful to, because you almost think, why did he do it? Why did, and you should, and he's pleading with his mother. He's just so pleading with his mother. She wasn't even there for one day in the second trial. She wasn't emotionally available. Here is the prayer point we are gonna do is, Lord God, give me the grace to correctly interpret all of my life experiences. Really, many of us, we've had different di bad directions, bad interpretation, right? These bad interpretations of called bad behavior. Let me tell you something. If you have confusion, and I grew up with confusion, I know all about confusion. If you have confusion, it's because you've misinterpreted experiences that you've had. You misinterpreted them. Is Lord God, give me the grace for all my life experiences, everything I have gone through in my life, for that to make sense, for it to make sense. If you are conflicted, you have got different stories. You know, I heard of some, for example, of uh, the mother saying to this person, yeah, this, this uh, woman did something, oh, you're dead to me, you are dead to me. And then when the mother saw this person at a grandmother's funeral, said, oh, you're not gonna say hi to your mother? That's again, an example of conflict. These things go on in the house. This is why people are so conflicted. They get mixed messages all the time. You know, we've had this. Not Listen, I know you love your parents, but I'm telling you something. I know that they were not perfect. Come on, let's get this now. They were not perfect. I'm not meaning to hurt you. They didn't know that they were doing it. They did not know that they were doing it. A lot of times they didn't know how to express themselves. Many parents 
don't even know how to say to a kid, come up to me and express to me however you're feeling. No, you know what a lot of us silly men do, to our, to, especially to our, our boys, you need to man up. You, that's nonsense, that's such nonsense. Man up, what does that even mean? It is nonsense. I was speaking to a principal about this. He said, you're right, Robert, it's so not, and it's so, so, so just heart and emotionally destroying, really. So it's Lord God, give me the grace. Give me the grace, Lord God, to correctly interpret my life. I do not want confusion. I do not want my heart to be clogged. I do not, I want it to be cleansed, Lord God. I do not want any bad belief in my heart that causes bad behavior, Lord God. I want to know the truth and for the truth to set me free. Let's pray on that. Father, we just thank you. Father, we just praise your holy name, Lord God. Father, we just pray, Lord, that you will give us the grace, Lord God, Jesus Christ, to correctly interpret our stories, Lord God. We do not want our hearts to be clogged. We want our hearts to be cleansed, Lord God. Give us the grace, Father, Lord God, to have good behavior based on good belief. Any bad interpretation, misinterpretation, Lord God, give us the grace, Lord God, to know the truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Here's the, the, the um, other one. Lord God, give me the grace, Lord God, to take away. You know, many times we've felt that we have been there for people and people have not been there for us. Here's what we're gonna do now. Here's what we're gonna stop doing because it can hurt your heart. We are dealing with the heart now. We are fixing our heart. Here's what we're gonna stop doing. We are gonna stop playing tit for tat with people, really. Jesus didn't say, love your enemies. If somebody asks for your shirt, give them your coat too. Oh. Because, because when you need it, you'll get it back. No, Jesus doesn't say anything like that. There's nothing in scripture that tells us to do tit for tat for people. But there is do for people and God will do for us. See, this is the thing. We get too focused on this level and not enough here. There are some people, because of the brokenness of their heart, that will see people who are givers as suckers. They're not there yet. They don't have the maturity. That's what I mean. Their heart is broken in the sense that they almost, there are some people who don't know how to receive graciously, who don't know how to appreciate what they give and will almost victimize givers. That's okay. You're not looking to get anything from them. And if you are, that's what you're always going to have a broken heart. Really. You're always going to have a broken heart. Because what you're really saying is, I'm expecting these people to be as giving as me. What about if they're not? What about, I, I mean, to say that the scale is going to be balanced there with people? No. But the reason why you look to God is because nobody can outgive God. 
So when you are given, don't expect to get anything back. It's just like when you give at the checkout line, you're not expecting, what do I get for this? No, you've given, it's fine. So it's, Lord God, give me the grace, Lord God. Let my heart not be victimized any longer, Lord God, and, and heal it from all of the victimization I have endured, Lord God, with people over the years, Lord, in relationships and parents with people, Father, Lord God, at work. Heal it from all of that in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord God. Father, we praise your holy name. Father, we pray that you would make our hearts uh, um, bulletproof, Father, Lord God, against hurt, Lord God. And we pray, Father, Lord God, that you will give us the grace for our hearts to be healed of all victimization, Lord God, of all victimization, Lord God, and give us the grace to always point our hearts towards you, Lord God, and never towards people. We ask in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Here's the other thing, too, is Lord God, Lord God, restore my faith do you know something do you know there are people who have been christians because of the hurt that they've caused to other people the enemy has used that hurt to take faith away from god i'm telling you to take faith away from god really I am telling you, and many of us have been hurt. I've been hurt, and you know where it's done? It's affected our faith. Here's what we're going to say. Lord God, any incident where I, that has hurt my faith, that the acts of others have hurt my faith, Lord God, I ask for restoration restoration in my heart Lord God wherever I have looked at someone who is a representative of you Lord God has done something wrong and has hurt my relationship with you Lord I pray for your restoration complete restoration in Jesus name let's pray father I just thank you father I praise your holy name Lord God father I pray Lord God that wherever, anytime I have deemed someone a representative of you that has hurt me, Lord God, that has affected my relationship with you, Lord, I pray for restoration. Restore it. Restore the faith in my heart, Lord God, in Jesus' name. And give me the grace to guard my heart against any further damage of my faith, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Lord God, give me the grace for my heart to search for you, Lord God. I want to go to Jeremiah 29, verse 13. 
we want, we almost want this God tracking device in our heart that, oh, boom. Oh, got to search for God. Look what scripture says, 29.13. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart, right? We've all heard the term half-hearted, right? We've all heard that term. With all of your heart, with all of your being. In other words, you are enthused. You are enthused. You know, enthused is actually enthused is being full of God. It's being full of God. There's theos in there. Being full of God. We want to be searching for God with all of our hearts and we find him. So you cannot be searching for God kind of while I'm type while you're typing up something, you're multitasking somewhere. We got to be searching for God with all of our hearts and we find him. I'm gonna say this. I'm praying that every person here, once again, searches for God with all of their hearts and has a dramatic encounter with God, a life-transforming encounter with God. It was so wonderful to see that encounter that my son had with God. I'll never forget that, really. The way he was crying. I was crying. And he was telling me when he was crying, it was just so wonderful. He said, look, Dan, my life will never be the same. My life will never. It was so, really, so awesome. We want to have that, though, on a regular basis. That can happen. That changes us. But we've got to have a, a heart to seek him with all of our heart. Anytime that there's something Im more important to do than God, that thing has become an idol, really. So we're going to seek him with all of our heart. Let's pray. Father, Lord God, we just praise you. We thank you, Father. Give us the grace to seek you with all of our hearts, Lord God. We want to be 100% for you, Lord God. Not a little bit, not doing 10 different things. Almost give us like this, this heart-seeking inclination for you, Lord God, in Jesus' name. And let us have a dramatic encounter with you, Father, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Lord God, let every single person have an encounter this week that will transform their lives, Lord God, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Lord God, let's pray upon, give us a heart that prays, Lord God, an inclination to pray. That is very, very important, an inclination to pray, to speak to God. Many times I know it's very easy to see it as a chore, an inclination to pray that you will love it. It won't be a chore. It will be a pleasure. You know what? And the greatest person to express the feelings of your heart to is God. That's what David did in the Psalms. That is what David did in the Psalms. He was able to give it to God. And scripture said, David encouraged himself in the Lord. 
David had a lot to be depressed about one time. David had his own son, Absalom, after him. I was saying to my friend the other day, I couldn't even imagine my son being after me to kill me. What do you do with that? So he's, Lord God, Lord God, give me the grace to pray, to speak to you, to know I have you there, to express myself to. I, was, I said on the radio show yesterday, impression without expression leads to depression. Really, give me the grace, Lord God, to know I can speak to you, to cast up my cares to you, Father Lord. We ask in Jesus' name, let's pray. Father, we just thank you. Father, we just praise your holy name. Father, I just pray, Lord God, that you will give me the grace, Lord God, a heart of prayer, Lord God, to speak to you, to know I can speak to you, to know I can cast my cares to you, Father, Lord God, to be able to release to you, Father. Your word says I should come to you if I labor and I, and I heavy laden, that you will give me rest. Lord God, I need that every day, Lord God. So give me the grace, a heart of prayer, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'm going to do the uh, carrying call. I'm going to pass it back to, uh, to Sandy. So for people who don't know the Lord, Father Lord, I know I am a sinner. I know you shed your precious blood. <sighs> so that I might be saved, Lord God. I accept you into my heart as my Lord and Savior. I thank you, Lord God. I know I'll always be able to speak to you, express to you, cast my cares up to you, Father, Lord God. And I know you will guide me and bless me, Father, Lord God. And my life story up until now, Father, I know you will give me the, the grace to be able to interpret it in a truth framework, Lord. And I thank you, Lord God, that you are going to liberate me from all the misinterpretations of my bad experiences, Father, Lord God, that have caused bad beliefs, that have caused bad behaviors, Lord. I thank you, Lord God, that I am free. I will see you one day, Lord God, and you will make my life useful up until that time, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen, amen.